1: Morning, grinders. Welcome to the DFS Free Game Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blenderhead, Ed, Blender H D. If you don't follow me on Twitter, and it's Thursday, it's a little bit later on a Thursday, uh half an hour late. So hi, hi guys in the YouTube chat. We'll be talking a little bit of first look on uh, NFL for this weekend. See you guys in the YouTube chat. Matt Mears, Card Page, Apocalypse, Inf- infamous Tuck, infamous talk with the Z, Jesse Atfield. Give me those thumbs-ups on your way in the door, right? That helps us out, the thumb thumbs. Subscribe button if you're new here. Notification bell to know when we go live. Uh, Matt says, uh, enjoyed the Tuesday Zoom call. If you don't know, if you don't know, if you sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium, which you can do by clicking on the link in the description, you'll get $10 off your first month. That I, I have a Discord channel of my own, Blender's Game Theory channel. In, in our Roto-Grinders Discord, we have a whole bunch of members in there. And uh, I answer questions all the time in there when I when I get around to them. Right? I mean, I see them in there. Some people leave stuff overnight. I do reply, uh, and then uh, then weekly, mostly weekly. I can't guarantee it's every week. Uh, do group coaching calls via Zoom. So if you, it's like you want to have a private coaching session. Well, here you go. Right? Of course, it's in more in a group setting. There'll be other people. Wa- there'll be other people watching you. You sign up right? You sign up, I put a little Google form, say, if you want to ask a question this week, get on camera, get on, get in your audio or whatever, and, uh, and vent about your problems. Do you have any issues, issues with the tools, issues with your play, something specific to you, just come on board and we'll talk it out. We nice, a little over two hour call this, uh, this past Tuesday, Tuesday night. And uh, so, so to join us, join us in the Rotogrinders Discord and it's a premium channel, so you have to you have to pay for Roto Grinders premium, and that's uh it's a, no 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 extra cost. It's an added benefit. And uh, you know, this past Tuesday, we just you know venting about you know you need a large sample size. How do I know if I'm playing well? Who knows? You probably need a very large sample size, right? Especially playing GPP. I'm playing a couple of lineups in GPP. You know, NFL for 14 weeks. It's like 14 weeks. You know, that's 14 slates. That's two weeks of NBA. That's two weeks of MLB. Like, dude, losing two weeks in, in those sports is, is common. It's, it's expected when it comes to GPP. You're playing for one or two binks for like the entire season. So a two-week period, it's like you could be playing well and, and losing, right? But in the long term, the more that you play, the larger your sample size. If you're playing well. If you're playing plus EV, uh, the money should come your way. So we talked a lot about that, but we'll talk about this uh this football slate which uh on thursday is uh we have a lot of q tags i just i just saw right on twitter right now uh the dolphins are placing jalen waddle on the COVID list so he's gonna be gone right or maybe not can he have like two positive tests to do negative tests can he come back we don't know what the hell's gonna go on look at look at what's going on with nba right we have full teams that are out because of positive tests it's, it's all over the place so uh we we do like if i sort by injured i mean look we've got eli mitchell daryl uh, henderson connor dj moore you got mclaurin sanders hawkinson Edmonds, samuel pollard mckissick i mean we got all these guys so it's thursday i don't know what we could do now maybe the miami the miami ones will change right right i'm assuming that'll bump up parker right parker already projects well they're playing the jets the Dolphins barely have anyone on offense anymore, right? Aren't like half their running backs out also? Who do we have? Let's let's take a look at the Dolphins. When are they playing? They're playing at the Jets. 26 point total, right? Waddles out. So they'll bump up Kazicki. They'll b- bump up Parker at 4,300. He was already going to be very popular. Then what's going to go on at running back? Dokes, Johnson, who knows? Who knows? Then obviously, you know, Isaiah Ford, Preston Williams comes in. Albert Wilson, they'll probably rotate around. But probably the two main options are going to be Parker and Gazicki. And I think Tua projects fairly well, fairly decently, right, in comparison to other quarterbacks. We turn them them all on, right? Yeah, we have Tua in the top five when it comes to salary-adjusted value. So maybe Miami's the chalk now, right? You get Parker. I mean, it's very easy. Tua, Parker, Gazicki. And, uh, and Michael Carter, actually, uh, assuming he plays, he's probable, he's one of the higher projected running backs on the slate. So maybe maybe that's the chalk. That's the three plus one chalk. Uh, but we see on this slate that, like, the differences between, like, the top plays and, like, the amp plays are, like, not that dramatic. All right? We see running back. We look at salary adjusted value plus minus. We have Harris. Carter Barkley Mitchell Anderson but I mean these values aren't that high so like the difference between Harris and Court Cordell Patterson is the difference of three points okay that's it a difference of three points Chuba Hubbard right a difference of like three points what's three points for a running back 30 yards rushing right one catch for 20 yards that's three points right two catches for 10 yards that's 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 all that is but what's going to happen is that a lot of the ownership is going to go towards this, these top players maybe not to one of them but to a, a range of them and some of these guys down here are are going to be underowned. we could say similarly for the wide receiver position other than cooper cup this is based on our gridiron iq projections here at roto grinders But, like, Cooper Cup stands out as, you know, for 9K against Seattle. Like, I think, what, is OBJ out also? Yeah, he's out of the projections. Uh, So, it seems like Cooper Cup is more of a, like, I'm more like the jamming cup, even if he's the highest owned player, than any of these other guys, right? If we see that Najee Harris moves up in ownership, or, or Eli Mitchell or we see, uh, you know, Devontae Parker, although his number is going to come up once Waddle is taken out. But like Diggs, Johnson, Cooks, Shepard, Metcalf. Hopkins is out for the season. Got Kirk here at 5,300. Gabe Davis, right? Because Emmanuel Sanders isn't playing. Like a lot of people are going to gravitate towards this, but like the difference between, let's say like like Deontay Johnson or something, right? The difference between him and let's say Tyler Boyd or whatever, Cortland Sutton. Let's use, let's even use Devontae Parker in that example, right? Devontae Parker's 4,300. Okay. So we're going to u- at least use someone in that price range also. So Devontae Parker has a salary just right now, as of the numbers right now, he may come up uh, because of Waddle 1.76 above expectation, salary adjusted value plus minus. So we go down to someone that's like minus two, right? We go down to Tyler Boyd or or, or Sutton or something like that. We go down to Boyd, Lazard, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, like in this minus two range. Like what's the difference between the two players? Four points, right? Which is fairly hefty, which is not like, there's not nothing to sneeze at. But four points is two catches for 20 yards. That separates them. And if the ownership's going to come in at single digit, low single digits, right? 1%, 2%, 3%. Right, of Sutton Sutton's going to be 1.7. Rondell Moore, 2.7. Marvin Jones, 2%. LaVisca, 3%, right? Right, no Urban Meyer, he's gone. Maybe that helps. Right? it's like a Laquan Treadwell or something. Marquez Valdez, Scantling. I mean, I can just list them off. A.J. Green, 9%. Try Crowder again, go down that route. So, but Gabriel Davis will be 17. We have him at 17% ownership. But the difference between him and and LeColne Treadwell is the difference of a point. That's it. A point on average. Based on their salary. Because obviously Laquan Treadwell is a little bit cheaper. So like what's that big of a difference? Not much. But the ownership spread is that dramatic. So this is what I look for when I first. When I take a first look at the slate. Obviously it's Thursday. And uh, these projections will change. Ownership will fluctuate. But based on the numbers. It's just the outside of Cooper Cup. Even at the tight end position, right? Tight end position you got Goddard. Goddard's a little bit higher than, than most here, but still, what's the what's much of the difference? Two, three points. Take a look at the defenses. Typically, they don't matter that much, right? The difference between the top one and the nearly the bottom one is uh, one, two points. Not much. I'm assuming if we if we start running lineups, if we just run base lineups with no no stacks, no nothing right we go here right I'm just going to run 300 we'll just run 300 lineups. one one unique let's make sure to spend at least 90 495 uncheck this right who cares about you running exposure percentages just just whatever as you see here just want to ha- highlight it we've we've a new we've a new setting it's called true range randomness OK, you don't have to use it if you don't want to. I would suggest that you do if you're going to use randomness. OK. So if you check true range randomness, what's the difference? Because we have all these ranges of outcomes, defense ranges of outcomes. What this without true range randomness, what it normally does. OK. If you didn't know what, what the range of outcomes percentage, which is randomness. OK. So let's say for running backs or, let's, or whatever. Let's say you put randomness at 10%. So what that is going to do, we go to the running back position. Okay. What that's going to do is that take all, anytime a running, anytime it generates one lineup, it will use a range of plus or minus 10% of the player's projection at running back. Right. You can do this for different positions or for all the positions. So for instance, Antonio Gibson here is at, 14. So if you put it at 10% randomness, that means his range that you want is going to be 12.6 to 15.4, right? Because what's 10% of 14? 1.4. So instead of it treating, if you have zero randomness, 0% range of outcomes, it's just going to use just strictly 14.01, 14.99 like for every, single, for every single build. Now, if you want to increase the range of outcomes randomly, it's random, that's why it's called randomness. You put a percent, 10%, I just did it for math sakes, would be 10% in one direction, 10% in the other direction. And on every lineup that, it, that that the builder generates, it'll randomly go 10% plus or minus somewhere in that range of all the running backs in the pool. If you set it for running backs, right? You can just set the whole thing. Flex would be everything. Right? You could say you could set running backs for 10 and wide receivers for 20 if you want, right? You could do that. That's what randomness is. That's what the range of outcomes is. Now, what is true range randomness? Okay, let's let's take a look at the at the little blurb If so we can read stuff, right? Because look, we can read this one, This setting, the normal one. This setting allows you to set a range of outcomes for a running back's projection. For example, if a player has a projection of 10, and you set the range of outcomes to 10%, every time a lineup is produced, this player will be assigned a random projection between 9 and 11. If you set it to a 20%, this player will assign a projection between 8 and 12. It gives the player a random projection, plus or minus the percentage you apply in his baseline projection. If true range randomness is enabled, this setting instead refers to percentile range. Okay? So, right, you could read this here. True r- range randomness limits the possible fantasy points selected by the builder at random to a player's true projected range of outcomes. At 100% randomness, the minimum fantasy points will be the player's first percentile outcome. At 100% randomness, the maximum fantasy points is the 99th percentile outcome. Lowering the randomness will constrict the range from the center point with 10% randomness setting, allowing only a 10 percentile range from 45 to 55, as an example. The range of outcome slider isn't used when true range randomness is enabled, okay? Can only be used with fantasy points and when floor ceiling values are present, okay? Okay. So if we put on, if we click on true range randomness, right, we can now set a percentile, okay, which is based on the floor, the median, the floor, and the ceilings of the players. Okay. So in our gridiron IQ projections, the floor and the ceiling represent around the 15th percentile and 85th percentile of the players' outcomes. Okay. Now, obviously, some players have different, slightly different standard deviations. So some players have a slightly higher ceilings. Some players have lower floors, higher floors, right? So obviously, in the build rules, like if you're just going to do it randomly, 10%, it's just going to take the median and just go 10% and, or whatever percent do you want. True range is that it's going to take the actual, the player's actual standard deviation into account. When you go up and down so for instance if we put on let's say true range randomness on everyone let's just say that 20 percent, which is high 20 20 everything 20 let's 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 build 100 100 lineups okay so we do that we're going to build now, every time you build with twenty percent randomness, you're going to get you're going to get different results. Sometimes it goes up this way, sometimes it goes down this way. So you can sometimes you may see a lot of a player, and sometimes you may see much less of a player. Obviously, even with the twenty percent, we're going to see the best projected players. I'm assuming Cooper Cup's going to still be towards the top, right? So here we go, Cooper Cup, sixty nine percent. Right. We not We're not doing any stacks. This is just just optimal lineup. So Michael Carter, 45%, Daryl Henderson, Najee Harris, wide receiver. You get old Cup, Parker, Shepard, Cooks, Davis, Diggs, right, towards the top. But let's say we took off. We took off all the ranges of outcomes. This is for normal randomness, if you want to call it. I'm assuming we're going to get Cooper at like all of our lives. So just showing you the point of what randomness is in general. Let it run 100. 100 seems like a nice number, right? I'm assuming we get 100% Cup. Yeah, 100% Cup, 99% Carter, 98% Parker, 90% Goddard, right? Because it's just strictly going by that median number. And obviously, when Cooper Cup has a salary adjusted value of plus five, he's going to show up in every line, at the top 100 at least, right? So if you want a way to get more diverse lineups, because let's say we set it unique players to three. Now it's going to start skipping some line. It has to be a three V three, three V three, three V three. So let's say we set it to three. We're not going to, we're probably, we may still get hundred percent Cooper cup. Right. But you now you, you need to get a more diverse set, but it's going to start skipping lineups, right? Cause it's going to go first lineup projects for this. Next lineup has to be a 3v3, the, the lineup above it, right? So it has to keep on doing this. So this is a way to get diversity. The, the, all these settings are, are diversity settings, not strategy-based settings. Some people say, what are the best settings? There's no best settings. Depends on the lineups that you're looking to build. Depends on the portfolio you're looking to have, right? See, Cooper Cops still at 100%. Devontae Parker's still at 91%. You're still getting... A lot of the top. You're just getting a couple mixed in here and there just to satisfy the 3v3 requirement. But you saw that when I set it at one and I put the randomness up to 20%, that we were only getting 69% Cooper Cup. Well, why is that? Because we take a look at Cooper Cup, right? 20% of of 26 is 5, what, 5.2? Something like that, five points up or down about. So sometimes he's going to be, when they calculate a lineup, he's going to be 28. Sometimes he's going to be 22. Sometimes he's going to be 31. And then sometimes he's going to be 20, 21. And at 21, we look at Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is at 20 already. 20% randomness means that he's going to be somewhere between 16 and 24. So obviously you could see on some builds where Cooper Cup comes down to 22 and Stefan Diggs comes up to 24 Diggs would be better in that lineup because he's 1300 cheap. So you use, you could use randomness to get more diversity in your lineups, but with that normal randomness, it's, it's completely linear based on the media, completely linear. So it's going to just basically treat every player as the same as if they have a completely normal distribution. But players don't have normal distributions or like not totally normal distributions. So if you use true range randomness, it's going to use those floor and ceiling values. So let's say we go to 20, 20, 20, just do everything at 20, everything just like we did before, everything at 20, okay? We go back to, to that first build that we had. All right, so get rid of this build. Get rid of this build. Okay, so when we use 20s with random with with normal randomness, we got we got like this kind of split. Now I'm going to build with the true range randomness. So it's going to use the fifth it's going to use the 30th percentile to 70th percentile on the player's actual distribution of outcomes. Cuz we're doing 20, right? 20%. Okay, so we're getting a lot more. Okay, 20. Actually, it's not 20 percent. Right, We're getting 20 percent. So a range of what? A 40th percentile to 60th percentile. Right. That's what would be. And between that and that very small range of 40 to 60, you're still you're getting more cop. You're getting more of the better projected players. Right. You're getting more Najee Harris, actually, in this build, I think, than this one. Let's go over the front. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Not just- yeah. You're getting slightly, slightly more because the ceiling is slightly higher. Very similar amount of randomness, but it's geared more towards, it's geared more towards like if you're looking to like, oh, I'm going to build my ceiling. This would be a good way to do it. Right. It's, it's, it's gearing more towards the players that have. As as we randomly tip that percentile towards 60th, 65th percentile, the players with higher ceilings will have slightly higher projected fantasy points at those marks. While guys like maybe like Cole Beasley, right, those types, the guys that have more narrow range of outcomes start dropping off a little bit. So let's say we set that. Let's, let's try this. Let's try to even more, right? Let's, let's, I'm not saying you should probably go to like 50%, but let's do that. So if we go to build rules, we turn off true range randomness and let's just do running back just to, just to show this running, to make it, we can just see. So let's say we set running backs at 50 of normal randomness. So if a, if a running back's projected at 20, he'll be projected somewhere between 10 and 30. So once you start getting up to these numbers, it, it's almost like all the, all the running backs almost have the same projection, right? So we're just going to do running backs. I'm going to run 100 optimals, right? So this is without stacks, without anything. Just run through it. But at this range, I mean, we're still going to get more of Hyaris and Carter, but probably much more even, right? Let's see, right? So we're getting a lot okay, the the wide receivers are are all being treated as if they're hard, hard hardcore, right? That's why we're getting all the cup and the Parker and the Goddard, right? At those positions, we're treating with no randomness whatsoever. But a running back, right? We're still getting Carter, Henderson, Harris. We're still getting the top ones, but a much more diverse set of them. Because random. if if I set it at zero, we'd be getting 90% Michael Carter. But so now let's say at 50, I put on true range randomness. We should be getting a little bit more of the higher ceiling running backs. So I'm going to run 100 here just for the running back position, make it easier to see. And if you can ask which one is better than the others, that, that depends on what you want to do. If you're just looking for diversity, Normal randomness is still fine if you want to use it. So now would did we use true range randomness? And we got more Jared Jared Goats. We got a little bit different spread. What what do we get? Okay. 50% go back and forth. Okay, what with the regular ones? We still got Carter. We got we got more Henderson Harris. Barkley, Mitchell, Robinson, Jones. Who do we get a lot more? Yeah, we're getting a lot more dokes in the true range randomness. If we look down here, Barkley, Mitchell, because I have to remember, I have to go go back and forth. So we're getting a lot more in the true range randomness. Let's see. We got more Aaron. Oh, Aaron Jones, Chuba Hubbard. James Robinson, Jared Dokes, right? Not getting as much of some of the other guys. Based on their actual range of outcomes in the projections based on floor and ceiling. So I just wanted to show you that, you know, that this is a new feature that you could utilize. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have to do any of this. You just say, I'm just trusting the hard projections and I'm just trying to make the lineups that I want to make. That's the goal of Lineup HQ. That's the goal of any optimizer. You're telling it what to do. You don't don't have to use any of these settings. But understand that these settings are more for diversity than strategy-wise. There's no, what numbers do I put in and spit out uh, lineups that win money? Like, that. that, it doesn't exist. Find lineups that, that you think are plus EV, and now you want to build 100 of them? Well, it's going to be much easier to do it in a tool like this than it will be by hand. So how do I get the tool to build the lineups that I want to build? Go through the YouTube chat before we get out of here. There's not much to look at, right? Just wanted to show off a new feature. (sighs) Joe Adamo, Blender, I know you're all about lineups instead of players, but how far away from the median would you play a lineup? Sometimes I'll have a lineup that is 12 to 15 points below the median. Uh, As Gerald Miller says, depends on the size of the tournament. It also depends on how much ownership. like you shouldn't play a lineup that's 15 points lower, that is at the same ownership as a, as a lineup that's 15 points higher. You could play lineups. You could play any, you can play lineups 40 points off the meeting. As long as you're getting the requisite amount of ownership for those lineups. and those lineups, you have to understand are going to be absurdly high variance and probably should be reserved if at all, for the largest of field tournaments. So there's no number. There's no number. There's no correct number. How many points? Some slates, five points off the median. The separation between the top lineup and the lineup that's five points off the median is 70,000 lines. Sometimes the between zero and five is 35 lineups, Right, like... How many lineups exist in between those two, right? On a slate where there's no value, where everyone is efficiently priced pretty much. Like, dude, you know how many combinations of lineups you could make? You can make the, the tens of thousands that don't even drop off five points off the, the top line because everyone's, everyone's efficiently priced and mostly efficiently owned, right? The more inefficient the pricing gets, the more inefficient, the more, players are, are, you get more points by having them than by not having them, the gap starts widening. So as you're like, I'm going to sacrifice six points of projection by not playing this guy, well, you got to get an appropriate amount of ownership for that. And that's a judgment call. Do you believe that you are? You have to get, it has to be lower. That's the concept. The main thing that you have to understand is the concept. There's no correct numbers. There's none. Don't try, don't even try looking for understand concepts you're not looking for you're not looking for a number you're looking more or less more likely less likely think in those terms don't think in i need a formula and once i get the formula i'm gonna there's no there's no formula there's none oh if i give up five points in in, in projection should i give up 20 percentage points in ownership there's no there's no correct answer to that question i don't know depends on the slate depends on that and literally that exact slate literally there's, there's like slate to slate there's no correct number so safety oh what contest am i playing what, what's the field size I'm playing a very small field so you're not probably not giving up 20 points plus i'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna x out all the top projected players and then play the best liner from that you're probably not doing that then oh I'm playing the, the contest with seven billion entries and I'm playing the optimal you're probably not doing that either it's going to be somewhere in the middle. Where in the middle? Well, that's the whole point of DFS. That we're all looking for the middle. Where exactly in the middle? And then once we find the middle, there's 10,000 lineups that's available in that, in that middle section. You're going to play whatever, and then hopefully your lineup gets there. That's DFS. Michael Dampier, uh, did you already cover when you would advise to use it if ever for diver- It's the diversity setting. okay? There's no I would I would advise you to use when would you uh, decide to use a hammer? Like whenever you need to, to, to have a nail okay. when exactly? Well, what do you build? I mean like, what lineups do you want you I mean I repeat this so many times. That until you get it into your head, you're never going to be a good DFS player. A lineup building tool does not build the lineups for you. It's not, there's nothing you can do. There are no settings. There's no best practices. There's none of it. Don't even bother looking for it. Take, it, take any part of that it in your head, get a lobotomy. Go, whatever you need to do. If you need to sit in your house and stare at a wall for eight hours and go, an optimizer, is not the way to make money. The optimizer doesn't tell me what to do. If you have to just repeat that, right? I you you know how many settings I use on this optimizer? All of them. Whatever I need to do to accomplish the lineups that I picture, I don't know how many times I have to say this. I this is what I want you to do. Okay. If you don't get what I'm talking about, I want you to literally write out lineups on a piece of paper. Literally do it. I mean, we have to go back to real, real bases. Just write them out. Okay, so hand built, go, go in your app. Don't use a tool, nothing. So go in your app and just build whatever lineup you want. Don't even concern yourself about projection or nothing. Literally care about nothing. As long as, it, as, long as you're filling in nine slots in your roster. So go, into, go into, on your phone or on the desktop or whatever and just fill out a line. Whatever lineup you want, okay? Do that 150 times. Do that 20 times. Do that whatever amount of times you want to do, okay? Write them, literally write them out on a sheet of paper, okay? Write them all out on a sheet of paper. All 150, of them, okay? Now, those lineups in the sheet of paper, get the builder to build those exact lines, okay? Whatever you need to do whatever you whatever it takes you to do to get those exact 150 do it you'll look you'll look at the sheet of paper and you'll count up how many times you have Saquon Barkley like Saquon Barkley in 75 lineups it's like okay what's a good way to get him into 75 of your lineups? well you want 50% of them at minimum right how much at max well 50 also well that's going to be very constraining I'm not saying you're going to be able to get all 150 exactly built that way. But do that to understand what the point of it, what the point of lineup HQ is. It's to build those lineups for you efficiently. So if you feel like, oh, I, I hand built 150 lineups and I'm getting two, I'm a, and in my lineups, I barely played any Najee Harris. Well, according to the projections, like it's going to start jamming in Najee Harris into a lot of lines so it's like well i only have like i only have them in like 10 out of the 150 so so how do you how do you get the builder to stop doing that you could do it multitude of ways you could just cap his his uh exposure you could do that you could lower his rejection <laughs> you could just lower it because it's just going to use that fantasy points column right you could go you could go and change the randomness you could change the the, the flex, what, what's your flex exposure? You're like, oh, I'm getting too many, too many running backs in my flex. I didn't build, I built lineups with a lot of wide receiver in the flex. Well, how, how would you stop having it build lineups like that? Well, then you increase the wide receiver in the flex to whatever. What exact number? Whatever number it takes to build those exact 150 lineups. How different are the lineups between each other? Are they very different or are they very, a lot of 2v2s? that's what unique players are like all you're doing is like i'm just gonna put in a bunch of numbers and press build and am i close to what i want it to be but that all of this requires you to actually think about what you want before you touch it okay i take a look at the projections and i go i'm probably gonna need to play club uh and then i don't need to play many of this other stuff I may run lineups for research, but then I decide on like, okay, I'm probably playing these stacks. I'm probably playing these combinations. Then how do I get the lineups that I wanted to build? I, I'm building 20 lineups. What lineups do I want? You could either start from that perspective or you could start from, I'm just going to build a thousand lineups and then choose 20 from there. You can do it from that. You can do it from either end of the spectrum. There's, when do you use it? There's no, There's no such... I don't know. Whenever you need to use it, whenever, whenever you're picking lineups, what does it matter? When, when you, when do you use the Avenue on the street or whatever? It's like, well, if there's traffic here, I go this way. It's like, so you always go that way. It's like, no, it's slightly long. Like when, when do you go down that road versus the other road? If it's equal, like if I showed you 700 paths to get to the same place, And they're all take the same amount of time to get there. Does it matter which way you go? No. Go whichever way you need to go. Oh, there's a guy, there's a mail mail cart stuck over here. I'm gonna turn this way. It's it's gets you to the same place. Who cares? Matt Mears, uh, you're absolutely correct. Since the true randomness requires the floor and the ceiling to be present, I'm assuming it can't be used when aggregating projections since I'm pretty sure the floor and ceiling are eliminated. That would be correct at the current time. So yes, the floor and ceilings need to be present in order for true range randomness to work. Uh, In the pipeline, when aggregating, we're going to be able to aggregate that soon also. So uh, in the future, I'm just sharing like future pipeline I, I can't tell you time frames I'm not in charge of the time frames but this selector up here you know for you know for pro- your projection sources there's there's going to be at some point an ownership version of that also so you'll be able to have you know a screen like this for projections for player projections as well as ownership projections so you could have, so they're separated from each other and at that point, these projections probably will also. You'll be able to aggregate the floors and the, the floor and ceiling number in addition to that. So that that is coming. I don't know when, but but it, I I know I know it's on it's on the it's on the list. So yes, you you'd be absolutely correct. Yeah, if we aggregate, if we aggregate like my, well, this is, I mean, this is, this is this is my aggregate from last week, but it's still a grid in there. So don't go by these numbers, at all. I put this, uh, this grid up, right. You don't get, see, you don't get the floor and the ceiling. You still get the ownership. Though. Right. So it can't, it can't calculate that. Truthfully it probably should be that uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming that if you check this and try and, and it, it'll just use a regular rent, like this checkbox, just literally won't do anything. It won't, it won't show an error or anything. Just if I set this to true range and move that up, it'll just act as normal randomness. That's what I assume. That's what I assume. But hopefully that that will be coming soon. Soon-ish. I don't, I don't know. I'm not in charge. I don't know. All I know is they, they come out with stuff and I, I take a look at it. I test it a little. A lot of times I don't even know when it's even pushed live. I didn't even know this was I like truthfully I didn't even know this was live today. I saw this here and I'm like, oh, I guess I get I guess this is in production now. I guess it is something I tested what uh, last week early early this week a couple of days ago. I don't know when I don't know when everyone else is going to see it, but then I saw it here, so I'm like I might as well explain it to you. Uh Michael Dompey says the question was more theoretical. I thought the advice would be there's normally not a reason to use randomness. There's not a reason to not use randomness either. I mean, if, if you want, if the problem with the randomness, especially in NFL, is that it's not tied to other players. Like the reason why true range, ran, like I, the reason why randomness in general, I don't use. Is because if anything, if, truthfully, if anything, NBA maybe it's slightly more useful. Because the point, the point being is that no matter, even if you use true range randomness, the players' per- performances will not be still not be correlated to one another. Right. So let's say wide receiver. Right. Let's say you know we, we, we used uh, Devontae Parker as an example, and I put the true rage randomness up to whatever in the builds where he projects for 20 points Tua should have a higher score also but it's not going to treat that it's it's treating everyone on a player basis so it's going to it's going to build and Devontae parker has a 25 point projection you know in this build but gazicki has zero and tua has eight and it's like that doesn't make much sense right? It could go opposite ways. Sometimes they'll both go in the same direction, but Cooper Cup has a, has a, has a 40 point game at Stafford sitting there with six points in this, in this run. Like that doesn't make any sense. So like the correlation should, should still be there also. So in a sport like, like t- picture baseball, typically baseball is much more correlated. So like true range randomness or any type of randomness like, you, you wouldn't want different batters to go different ways. You'd want the team to go in different ways, right? The team scores 12 runs. The team scores three runs. Not like, oh, one batter has a 14-point projection. One batter has a two, which obviously could still happen in a baseball game. But because NBA has such weak correlation anyway, then I could see where true range randomness could, could, could be, could be more, more useful for, for diversity purposes. This is more for diversity. A, a lot of people, especially in the, in the Zoom call that we had the past two weeks, we're talking about like they're, they're pruning lineups and they're getting like the same guys. Like in all their, like the most underowned players for their projection are showing up. Like, oh, all my 20 lineups have kind of like a 1v1 of like all these same guys. Like to avoid that, if you want to be more diverse for that, that would be something to use true range randomness. with. To go, let me just put the true range randomness up to 5%, 10%, somewhere in that range. Just so like okay, maybe I maybe I have a little bit more diverse lineup set to choose from. But that's all dependent on how diverse you want to be. If you don't want to be that diverse, then who cares about randomness? Don't care about it at all. But like I said, I I'm I don't find it as useful for diversity when the correlations don't really aren't really built into it either. So you can't, it's just a step up from like normal randomness to true range randomness. And then from there, if we are able to add the correlations to that, then it would, then then it would make more sense, right? So at least when one player's range goes up, if that player is 0.3 correlated to another player, that player's randomness should go up in the same extent on that one given build, one given lineup. And then on the next build lineup, it could be a different way, but all the players should should interact with each other correlatively more. Currently, it doesn't do that. Not, neither does any any builder that I know of that does. Uh, let's see. Anything else before we get out of here? The apocalypse asks, has anyone read David Bergman's research paper? No. An optimization for maximizing the expected value of order statistics. I don't even know if I could understand it. No. He wrote a he right, he wrote a, a paper related to DFS. Right, because he's, he's he's a what? He's a math professor. So no. Obviously, he knows what he's doing because uh, he's very good. But basically he used math to beat the game. So, like all the concepts that I talk about, that's what he's doing just at a very much more precise level. Essentially what I teach is the directionally accurate, the directionally right way to play profitably, but not necessarily the most precise. Right. Jupocalypse has the first ever exact algorithm for finding optimal decision is to problems with criteria specified by order statistics applied to expectations of random variables. If you're interested in that type of stuff, go read his paper. <laughs> like I said, like just just like if you read the original, you know, the theory of game theory of uh, whatever games of behavior, whatever book Stern. It's just a lot of math like you're not going to you're not going to get it like unless you've taken it like advanced math you're going to look at most of the book and be like I don't know what the hell anyone's talking about so you can either think in terms of math of math and numbers or you can think in terms of concepts so so I try to teach in terms of concepts so that's why when people ask well what's the exact numbers I don't know what the exact number is I know what it's more likely to be than others I know it's estimated right how many points should you give up for this amount of ownership? Well, I don't know, but it should be something. It should be something, right? It should be something. So as long as you're doing that better than the better than much of the field, then you're gonna be profitable. You're gonna be directionally accurate. Now, if we're at the point where even doing that is not profitable, then the game is pretty much solved. Or 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 all the bad players have left. If you're at the point where where it's it's algorithm versus algorithm, and that's the, and that's, without having an algorithm, you're not going to have an edge. Then DFS dies at that point, but we're nowhere close I mean, we're nowhere and even remotely close to that. But feel free to go, re- go read, go read, whistle goes woo's paper. If you want. Ah, uh, so hopefully you, under, you understand the new, the new feature, true range randomness in lineup HQ. And now that we have, we're going to have, we're going to have COVID stuff. Even by, by tomorrow, these, these projections will be, garbage right they'll be changed so we'll figure out what to do tomorrow i guess right we'll do, we'll do we'll build some we'll build some lineups we'll build some stacks and stuff tomorrow and then stuff will change on saturday and then all that's going to go out the window but uh but we got we got the grinders live coming up later today for nba the pre-lock show for nfl showdown i'll be on that so if you want to tune in later seven thirty eastern click on that notification bell to know when we go live. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the thumbs up buttons on your way out the door. Helps us out. Give me the thummy thumbs. And uh and, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Answering your DFS strategy questions, as always, on the DFS pregame show, on RotoGrinders.com.